Here we are now. And today, we begin a new series. And this series is titled Speaking to the Nameless. And this is, in a way of explaining what it is, a demonstrative awareness technique. It's a self-talk awareness technique. And in essence, it's very simple. What I'm going to do is I'm going to speak to a person in my life and that person will remain anonymous to you. Now to listen to this, there are obviously always more things that might happen than we can predict. But there are a few hypotheses. There are a few things that need to be clear. There are a few things that you have to understand as you listen to this. So this introduction is a prerequisite to this series. And you need to hold these principles or these presuppositions with you as you listen to them. Now, one thing to understand is that these are real people. These are people in my life. And I will be sitting and imagining that person in many different ways. I'll be visualizing them, what they look like. I'll be watching what sort of actions they do, the sort of things I've seen them do, the sort of words they've used, the sort of voice they have, the sort of talking that they do. And there might be specific memories that I have of them, specific scenarios which we've played out together. And there will also be a line that I walk, which will be to keep this person anonymous. Now, as I understand it, there are very few, if any, people who listen to the Andrew Lake podcast that know me personally. So that in and of itself makes this quite safe, I think. And then there is also that even if you do know me personally, the sort of things I'll be saying will be so specific to that person, either either very specific or either very general, that it will still be difficult to work out exactly who that person is. Now, if you do happen to have an inkling to guess what this person's relation is to me, and if you feel that coming up in you, then that is a reaction that you must be aware of. 
And that is it a reaction that you must wear down. Because actually, the relation, the, the very relation of one person to another is the thing we're drawing awareness to. This is the thing that we're pointing our attention to. How are these two people related? And in a sense, that person will remain anonymous because I won't be saying names. And certain general things about them I won't be sharing. And the things that do put them into a time and place in my life I will be avoiding. And it might be that they're a friend or they're from a community that I was a part of or on a sports team with me, or a work colleague, or any number of... There's all sorts of relationships in life. And, and that sort of initial print, or they're a, they're a work colleague, or they're a teammate, or they're a friend, that label is really useless here. Because we're trying to get deeper. We're trying to draw the awareness into the rock bottom of what is the nitty-gritty actual relation that one person has to another. So don't try and work out who it is. And if you catch yourself doing that, just remind yourself that this person may as well be a fictional character. They may as well be made up. And in fact, I'm going to leave it open to chance that there might be people in this process that are fictional and there is a there is a component there's a how should we say this there's a there's a there's a variation on this awareness technique there's a variation yeah that's a good way to put it that there's a variation where you actually do speak to an imaginary person and i'm not going to say who or whether or not that's being or when or where or how that's being used throughout this series. Now, there's another thing that you need to be aware of, and this is a big one, and this is the word you. Y-O-U. And this is really the key to listening to this series. This is how this series is going to benefit you, how it's going to open things for you, how it's going to cause you to see the revelations and the insights that are happening as I speak. Whenever you hear this word you, there are a few things that happen. It immediately puts you into this relation of me and you or you and other. And there are many variations on that. There are many different options that can happen with that. Because, think, think of it through, let's, let's try and list them. When I, Dosta, Andrew Lake, when Andrew Lake says you, it can be Andrew Lake and you the listener. That's one relation. But in this, you know I'm speaking to a nameless person, so you at times, will be thinking, oh, he's saying you, but he means this nameless other imaginary person who I don't know. 
That's another option. Furthermore, when I say you and you're listening, it's actually you hearing the word you and you in a subtle sense are also using the word you. And you will start to say you and the things that I'm saying about you will start to populate with people in your life. In other words, I will be saying something about a person and you will say, oh, I can say the same thing about this person in my life. I could have said that about this relationship that I have. Now, the actual phenomena of listening is not such that your mind is sitting there thinking, oh, he just used the word you. Did he mean you as in this person or you as in me or you as in that other person? Let me choose one of these three or four options. No, listening is a bit more mysterious than that. Listening is more subtle. So the main thing is to be aware of these and to be open and to allow the, the, the words and the conversation to affect you and to see what your response is. Because there might be times when I say you and it does apply to you. Now, sometimes when I say you, it will be a very specific thing. And, and, and that, that's the process. And if we, if we just water it down into, into binary, so we don't need a complicated list, we don't need this fluffy sort of openness. If we, if we do the opposite of the fluffy openness, then we turn it into a yes-no binary. And basically, that will be like me sitting here saying, you are this, you did this. You make me feel like this. You said this. You, you, you. And each time you hear that, it's going to be something for you to contend with. You have to say, well, no, I didn't do that. Or yes, that does apply to me. Or yes, it does apply in this way. Or no, but what does that mean? And so on and so forth. And that's the process. Now, another thing I'll address is this thing of, well, Dosta, are you just airing your dirty laundry? And the answer is, in a sense, yes. There is a difference between talking to the nameless, speaking to the nameless in a therapy private situation in in private therapy in an individual session with your therapist for example the idea is not to bring that to our conversation here today it's only to bring an element of that it's only to how should we say we're, we're adapting qualities of that scenario for what we're doing here. So it's not exactly the same. In your therapy session, 
there is a free reign to speak and to say whatever you want and then a lot of anger can come up, frustration, hurt, regret, pain, guilt, shame, all of these dark emotions, all these dark feelings. And there will be a bit of that in this series. I am open to that. And it might be the case that I need to do that for some of these people that I'm speaking to, these nameless people. But it's not that it's only a portion. So it's not an exercise in dirty laundry. It's actually an exercise in cleaning laundry. Because in these negative expressions, in these negative emotions, in these relations, the dark side of these relations, digging into them and going into them and really getting in amongst the weeds, in that process there's a transformation. There's a shifting. There's something new coming out of it. And that's what we want to capture. That's what you have to be listening for. Now, there are very beautiful moments in the therapy session when that happens. And there is a lot of release. There's a relief. There's a newfound gratitude. There's a newfound beauty. There's a newfound peace. And that's what we're trying to demonstrate. That's what we're talking about. And it's process-driven. So you'll see, you'll, you should be able to hear. This, this is something to look out for. L- look out for the change. Where I say something about this nameless person, and then I change what I say about them. So you're looking for the contradiction. You're looking for the the shift. You're looking for the before and after. You said this about this person back here, but now you're saying this. And understand that the whole reason that I can say this new thing is because I said this old thing, because I kept talking. Now, some of these people are no longer in my life. And you might ask, well, what's the point of going back into the past? Be in the present moment. Why are you carrying around this person? Just let them go. And, well... That's exactly the attitude of most people in life. Just move on. Just forget about it. But in this series, we are taking the hypothesis that there is something to be learned by voluntarily going back and finding what exactly happened. And how do we actually feel about that person? How do I actually make sense? And not not even make sense, but experientially, how did that person affect me? Because you realize 
that each person has had an impression on your life. And each person has enfolded the experiences that you've had with them into the experience you're having now. So the experiences that you have with human beings, with another person, is of utmost vital importance for your well-being, for your experience of life, for your feelings, for your emotions, and for your experience of reality even. Meeting, encountering another human being is a very powerful experience. And normally we stay closed. Normally we don't open up because of how powerful it can be. And in fact, half the problem is that people don't make enough of an impression on you. If only you really could be open to them and fully experience what they are, how colorful life would be. How many more experiences you would have. Each person is a wealth of experiences which are completely unknown to you. Completely foreign. But it's not impossible to get a sense of it. And it's not impossible to open to them. And the way to do that is to look at your relationship with them. What's happening in you that is stopping that? What are the blockages in you? What is it in your composition that doesn't allow for someone to come in and make an impression? And this technique of speaking to the nameless and this series will be a demonstration of that. It will be an exploration of that. Now, you should understand, remember, this is experimental stuff. This hasn't been done before. I've never seen this done before. And there is, like I said about the, the airing of the dirty laundry and the keeping of these people anonymous, there's still going to be, there are still going to be strings on me. There are still going to be things happening in the background which affect how I talk. So it's experimental. And the variables are, there are unknown variables. And there are variables which are in place which I can't remove. So the, the idea of the experimental is that there's a risk that it might go wrong. And I'm, and I'm aware that the, this might just be a great big cringe, really. The, 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 oh my goodness, I can't believe you were saying that, Dosta. Oh my, oh my goodness, how can you... How can you be talking about these people? Or how can you say that about yourself? And it, and it might reveal, it'll reveal too much of me. <laughs> That's one of my fears is I, I'm putting, am I, do I really want to, to put myself out to the world like this? Do I really want everyone to, to hear how I feel inside about these people? I don't know. I'm a little bit, to be honest, I'm a little bit scared. I am, I am a little bit worried. 
because I have been hurt. I have been hurt by people. And when I hear myself say that, I think, well, the reason I would go after that and the reason I would make amends of that is because there's a beautiful message that needs to be shared. There is a coming home. There is a story of breaking through. There is a story of someone who has made amends. There is the story of someone who does want to share beauty and light and peace and ecstasy and love. And to share those sort of things, it takes a real fight. It takes guts. It takes dirty work. So keep that in mind. And another thing is that this series gives gives me full reign. It it it's an opening. A lot of a lot of the things we normally talk about are philosophies or literature or meditation techniques or stories, these sorts of things. And there's there are little bits of dosta coming through. There are little things here and there and I share anecdotes from my life, for example, but here it's full reign. Here it's over to me. There's no excuse. So we're, we're moving in this series away from the intellectual. Now, there will still be intellectual explanations at points. We'll never get rid of that out of Dosta, <laughs> at least in this setting. And the, the moving away of the intellectual, it's, it's also a move towards the heart. And this is something you need to understand as well, because if you don't under, if you can't differentiate speaking from the head and speaking from the heart, and you can't hear it in someone, then it well probably you won't listen, but you won't be able to listen to this series. It won't catch for you. You'll tune out if you're all in your head and you only like the psychological intellectual things well you can go and listen to those things but take this as an opportunity of demonstrating the difference and when someone talks from the heart it is very different the phrases are different the words are different the tone of voice is different the whole feeling is different it's a completely different experience and it's a whole world the word the, the heart is really it's a world and really, the mind is its own world. The, well, the, the mind is a universe. If I, if I have to say what my mind is, it's, it's a universe. There's a whole pantheon of multidimensional blues happenings <laughs> in there. <laughs> and if you're a regular listener, you're starting to get a sense of what the mind of Doster is like. So be ready for some emotionally confronting things. Be ready for some emotionally 
charged conversations to come out of this. And another thing is that it's not all dark because I, I originally wanted to have this series like I would choose people from my life that I needed to make amends with or the people that I did feel dark about or negative about or unresolved tensions about. But since then, I've decided, no, let's have a mix. So there are some people in there where it is very beautiful and it's a beautiful relationship. And I think my, my hypothesis is that as we continue and as we go through this, that will collapse because there will be something that it, it will keep coming back to me. And as I do different people throughout my life, it will keep coming back to me. And something will spark, which is, oh, it's all in me. It will come back to my responsibility for the relationship. And if it's my responsibility, then this thing of, oh, there's a dark relationship or a positive relationship, negative or positive, dark or bright, unresolved or beautiful then then that duality will collapse. That polarity will merge together into one. So that's just a hypothesis. I don't know how that would sound. I don't know how you would hear that as a listener. I don't know. So it's all very experimental. And another thing I'll add is listen to this in real time. Some people listen to this podcast, I believe, as they they listen to their podcasts sped up so it's like time times 1.5 speed or twice the speed now there's something wrong with that which is what we're trying to do here and i know sometimes i speak very slow and sometimes i don't there's a variation in me but really what we're trying to do is we're trying to get you into long-form talks so that you're away from the short videos on the internet or the short attention span. We're trying to lengthen your attention span. And then also, in addition to that, we're trying to slow the mind. So this fast talking and quick pace of... It's it's cognitively stimulating, but that's something we want to curb. And, and not curb permanently. You still want to have quick thinking and fast cognitive fireworks. That's, that's a thing that is with you. But here in this series particularly, you want to slow down. You want to listen to it in real time. Because when we're talking from the heart, things are slower. The heart is slower than the mind. One of my teachers, an amazing teacher a therapist who's done many forms of therapy, she said to me in in one of the groups I did that the head, the mind moves fast, the heart moves slow, and the soul moves even slower. So don't listen to this in fast time. Listen in real time. And try and graduate. Think of the slower the speaker you listen to, the more graduated you are towards the meditative speakers and the meditative learning. And if you listen to a traditional guru, some of them speak very slowly and very softly. 
So I'm somewhere. I'm just trying to have a mix of everything. I Basically, I just talk how I want. <laughs> if I feel like talking slow, then I talk slow. If I feel like talking fast, then I talk fast. It's a. I hope it keeps things interesting. So that's another comment. Now, the format will be a quick introduction, one bell sound, and then the conversation. And I think what I'll do is I'll have, at the end of that, one bell sound, 10 minutes of silence, and to know when the 10 minutes is up, there will be three bell sounds. And we did something similar in the series, Speaking in Tongues. Now, I haven't decided to put a fixed time on the length of the conversation. So I'm going to leave that open. And normally when we do a technique, we do have a fixed time. And may maybe what I'll do is I'll put a minimum time on myself because half the half the work is digging into what can you say about this person and if you say okay talk about this person for 20 minutes non-stop if you do that and you if you put that on someone usually what happens is they talk for a couple of minutes and then they they run out of things to say they go oh well that's that's it that's all i really have to say and then they have to start digging deeper and then the work begins and then things start to open up now there are a bag a bag of tricks that i've got which uh well we can call these leading questions so i won't tell you what they work they are because they'll come up as they come up but those are questions of inquiry into this person which will help open up to more things to say about them and deeper things to say so no time limit, but we'll see how it goes, and that's the format. And if you're listening, then I suggest you listen to the silence at the end. That's very important. Don't fill your ear all day long with music, or with podcasts, or with lectures, or with sounds, or with entertainment or YouTube videos or any anything on the internet, anything like this, if, you've, if you're always filling your ear with things like this, then, then it's especially important that you listen to the 10 minutes of silence at the end. And you can listen either by sitting and meditating with your eyes closed like we do in a normal episode, or you can just keep doing what you're doing and have silence. Keep, keep doing your work or keep driving or whatever you do during your podcast listening time. Have silence. Listen to the ambience. And that's very important. And I'm, and I'm guessing, I'm, this is another hypothesis, that you'll need some silence to, to chew on what comes up in the episode. So if it's not only for improving your meditation practice and improving your attention span, then it will be at least for having the 
process happen and the content of what you've consumed digest. Another thing that comes to mind which I'll mention is this question of would I ever say what I'm saying to that person's face? And the answer is no. Here we're doing a contrived scenario for the purposes of changing what's inside us. It's for expanding our awareness. And sometimes when we do intrapersonal awareness work, things do come up which can be used and can be brought to a person. But it's never in the same form and it's never in the same way. And I don't think... I don't think it would be right for me to say a lot of the things that I feel might come out. It wouldn't... You always tailor what you speak to the person that's in front of you, and these people will not exactly be in front of you. So it's more about... It's more about my side. It's putting the responsibility of the relationship back onto me rather than trying to fix what's between me and this person. So I wouldn't ever say what I'm saying to that person's face. And it would be very unnatural, I think, in most cases for me to say these things. And yet still, I, I'm imagining saying them. And you notice that in life, th this happens. You walk around imagining, thinking, oh, I would say this to this person. Oh, I'm going to tell this person this. Oh, I would act this way. And then when it comes to the situation, there's a difference. Now, this process is not a matter of becoming so much, very much strong and sure of what I'm going to say and then building up this big, this big confidence, this rock-hard confidence, and then laying it on that person. No, that's not a relationship. That's not a openness and a, a, a flowing between us. But it will change something. It will bring to light how I feel about these people in my life and people more broadly. And that work will change how I relate to people in real time. Just not in the way that is imagined or thought to be ABC. Sort of In every awareness technique, in every process that we go through... The effect is never A equals B. The effect is never, this happened to me, therefore now I have to do this. Or I did this process, and now I talk like this. It's the same in meditation. When you meditate, meditation does not directly affect your intrapersonal skills or your relationships. Not directly. Now, that's very important. Indirectly, it does. Through a long string of complicated ins and outs and process and states and fe fields of emotions and things like this, then yes, it does, but not directly. So 
and I think I, I'm imagining that there are things that I I'm sort of imagining there are things that I would never say to anyone that will come out and that that is that's a funny little that's a little rabbit hole there is is what would you never say to anyone that you are carrying around with you that you feel actually maybe I do need to say it what's the wall what's the what's the thing stopping you and maybe there is a good reason for it maybe those things shouldn't but but see I, there's a i can feel there's a duality there that i i'm not aware of and that's why we i'm calling it a rabbit hole is i should never say these things but of course with that negativity with that negative suction there i can feel it it's sort of pulling on my left hand side never say those things you can see that on the other on the opposite right behind my right hand ear there's a there's a thing saying but i need to say them because of course this this feeling of oh do not ever say that that's just me that's just a that's a character it's a personal subjective characteristic that is in me only and it might be that someone else comes along and says well i say those things all the time or if you say those things like this doesn't matter and that's it that's the exact personal that's the exact subjective difference that's the meaning of words that's the significance of words as rooted in an individual so dosta is going to throw himself into this series speaking to the nameless and i sincerely hope well i don't i don't know what i hope for i'm i'm quite nervous and scared to be honest i hope that whoever's listening to this series is at the very least on board with the premise and i think it's a, an okay premise and and if you do know me personally and you're worried that i'm talking about you then reach out to me but i think we'll be quite safe because <laughs> i think it'll be quite safe and and all of a sudden now i'm having the resistance come up again is it really going to be safe it's not really going to be safe <laughs> this could be a, this could be a terrible idea this could be the worst just ah i mean i mean i can always delete these episodes right i can always take it down off the internet and we don't have too many listeners at this stage anyway so i guess the process of like what i learn from it is the ultimate goal and what what listening from it like what comes from listening from this is well i think if you listen to this you you will get something because there's going to be some really yeah well i don't look i don't know so i don't want to pent up all this hype about it i shouldn't really do that because who who knows maybe it will be boring 
I doubt I highly doubt it will be boring. It'll be it'll be either very terrible and and just just disgusting and delete please or it will be very beautiful and very exciting and there will be a lot of magical moments in it. I I highly doubt it will be boring. I mean it could be boring, who knows. And now I'm just sort of getting into a bit of a babble because I'm procrastinating because I don't want to I'm worried of what will happen when I jump in but yeah so that means we should wrap it up this is the introduction for speaking in uh, speaking not speaking in tongues that was the other one speaking to the nameless that's what this one's called so here we go and we'll see what happens.